I'm sad. I miss you. It's been so long since we've seen each other. I can't remember your voice. Dementia is taking my mind. I can't remember my children's faces. I need help. I want help. Vote Touch Biloxi for best solo duo act in this year's Covey Awards by going to coastobserver.com and looking for the Covey Awards tab. It's there somewhere. Hit it. What a fucking psychopath. <laughs> I'm not sure where that was going until I heard the Touch Welcome to another episode of the Open Micers Podcast. My name is Jason Robbins. I'm your mom's ex-boyfriend, Steve. Yeah, and we have a, the, one of the coolest uh, guests tonight. He is not only the singer in my band, Falls From Grace, but he's also host of the Brownwater Banter Podcast and a co-host of the Sound Podcast, which is uh, one of the best places you can get new Music from unsigned bands. His name is Mr. Jared Seymour. That's me. What's up, everybody? How are y'all doing tonight? <laughs> Good, man. Welcome. <laughs> oh, we got sound effects? Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah, he likes to play with his little soundboard whenever he gets the yeah, chance. Yeah, yeah. He thinks he's cool. You he's got all the control and the power. Every damn back word back. I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> Jared. You 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 know a thing or two about podcasts. How looked down upon are soundboard sound effects? Uh, you you know they're uh, I would call it retro. You know I would yeah. I guess yeah. you know he's paying an homage to where to where I guess early radio and early podcasting. I guess speaking, so. I mean that fits the mold. Outdated, I would say. Speaking of go. soundboards, Jared, I know you're gonna uh, get a, you, you'll appreciate this. I brought this up with Pepper a couple of weeks ago. I, the best 99 cents I ever spent on the iPhone, on the App Store, is the Diamond David Lee Roth soundboard. Hit it. Oh, come on, play. Oh, I got the sound off. Nice one. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> how often do you need that in your everyday life every day more than you think you more would than think. you think dude. more than you think <laughs> more than you think i urge everyone to go out and listen to david lee ross vocals over uh what was the what was it jason holy crap it's uh it is if you go on youtube what's the guy's name from smash mouth um smash mouth that's yeah it. that's it it's the david you, lee ross you need to pick it up in your day don't don't take antidepressants. Just listen to this. Oh yeah, hold on. If, hold on. Come on, YouTube. Come on. All right, let's see. <laughs> I wish I'd had it brought up beforehand. This would be so awesome. Oh, yeah, it's why? natural though, so it works. I mean, why is this up? Go away. There we go. <laughs> let's see. David Lee Roth. Lee Roth and. Ah, uh, it's already. I've already got it highlighted because I've looked it up so many times. <laughs> I've literally gotten tears Dude, from this. This is the greatest thing ever. California got sunshine. Oh yes, hanging out with your friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Setting up for a good time. <laughs> Just want a million, so you drive the brand new Benz. <laughs> It's days like these you really want to have now. That's what I'm talking about. And don't you know it's days like these that make you want to chill and enjoy the ride. It's days like these that you get your groove on. Nothing goes. Dude, he is the worst vocalist ever. I totally disagree. I think he's amazing, dude. I love David Lee Roth. Me and Donnie just got in this argument. I no, I'm not talking about Dave. Dave's great. I'm talking about the dude oh. from Smash Mouth. He's like, oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I don't. I'm not so much worried. About I that. disagree. The dude from Smash Mouth is one of the greatest vocalists of all time, and no one knows his name. I like to stick yeah. my dick in chocolate. Yeah, Jason, I don't know if that was the right one though, was it? Yeah, Wasn't that was the it. One that, was it? Yeah. I thought it was the one where they had the music too. Oh, they might have another one with the music. 
Yeah, I think so. But that was still equally as funny. That that one's good. <laughs> Bro, I didn't realize that the Shrek five, uh, Shrek, I can't fucking talk. Shrek five soundtrack uh, leaked already. Dude, your microphone sounds like shit. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Yeah, it's flipping. <laughs> Is it all of a sudden right? Yeah. Hold on, let me see. Let me make sure it's going through the right one. All right. Well, I'm going to talk to Jared for a minute. Jared, how you doing, man? <laughs> man, I'm fabulous, bro. I'm fabulous. I'm just happy to be here uh, talking to you fine gentlemen tonight. Yeah, I think uh, I think what well, I was on the very first Brownwater uh, Brownwater Banter podcast. Yes, you were. You and uh, Sir Anthony Patalo we right. were in uh, Anthony's garage, man. Um, Twenty, I think eighteen. Yeah. Now, maybe seventeen, but I think eighteen. It was a while ago. It might have been twenty seventeen. It may have been at the tail end of 17 or at the very beginning of, of 18. I'm not 100%. I have to look that up. But, uh, yeah, man, you, I knew you were uh, you were already doing podcasts, had been doing podcasts for a while yeah. um, when we were in the band together in the early days, like 2009, right, Jason? Well, that was Yeah, that was actually one of the things that I wanted the band to do back then. Yep. I was like, man, we should do a, a Tales from the Van podcast where we just basically yep. just – Put a microphone, just hang it in the van when we go from show to show and just capture all the stupid shit we would talk about. I, and I, I remember thinking, and I've, I think I've said this to you before, like when you when you said podcast, like I, I, I didn't know what, I thought it was like a piece of hardware or something. I didn't know, like, uh, the li- remember the Line 6 had like a guitar yeah. amp thing? I was like, is mm-hmm. he talking about like us getting one of those or something? Like, why the, I don't understand what he's talking about. None of you, none of you guys knew what I was talking about. Y'all were just like, no. "Shut up, you crazy old man!" <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I'm like, and you know what? Later, obviously, you explained it to me, and I'm like, "Okay, that's cool." And it's, you know, it's pretty much a talk show, just you know, audio only. And so. I still have it written down in a day planner too. I was actually talking to, uh, about this with one of our guests a while, uh, not too long ago. Um, who was the country singer we had on here? Um, what was his name? Uh, Cody Prevost. Cody Prevost. I was telling him, I was like, man, I had the idea for Patreon like 10, 12 years ago. I still have it in my, one of my planners because I had it all planned out. I brought it to you guys. I was like, look, and why don't we make a website where we uh, charge people like a, a monthly rate, like $5 a month, and they get like, we record like a new song every month. We give it out exclusively to them. And then at the end of the year, every if we do a song a month, we have 12 songs to put onto an album. And then we could do like video stuff every week. We could do podcasts. And you guys are like, what the fuck are you talking about, yeah. man? Yeah. And now look at Patreon. It's a billion dollar industry. And I let slip through my fingers. See? He did this with Cody Prevo too. Like, I brought on this country singer who opened for Florida Georgia Line and played with freaking Garth Brooks. And he rants about how he invented Patreon before it happened. I'm going to rant about the fact that I invented Patreon for the rest of my life. I'm going to be that guy. Patreon, yeah. Yes, I did. Hey, Jacob, just let him have his moment, bro. You I'll let you have me? your moment. Do I sound it's better or am I still shit? No, it's better. You will listen to every damn word I have to say! <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, nice. Jared, um, you did uh, get a hold of me. I, I remember the conversation we had where you called up and asked me about doing podcasts and stuff like that. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you just kind of, like, took the ball and just freaking ran with it, man. <laughs> You've got some pretty successful yeah. shows at this point. And uh, even yeah. to have a podcast studio. Do you guys still have the studio or no? No, uh, that 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 space that we had was a co-op space where we shared with other. It was actually us, the podcast guys, me, Anthony, Kevin at the time, um, and then a bunch of wedding vendors. So like, yeah. you walked in the studio, y'all, you know, y'all knew y'all were in there, and it's like all these wedding photos and flower decorations. Yeah. It's very very feminine uh, place. But when COVID hit, man, they all lost their sources of income, so they yeah. could no longer split the rent, and without us paying the full price for that big of a building. I just didn't think that was, you know, the right move at the time. That was a nice uh, space. So we, though, all, man. we all bailed out together. Yeah. That was a nice space though, man. I wish I could have gotten in with you guys, but I just, I couldn't swing it every month. Yeah, and me yeah. and Jacob had talked about it too. Like, man, if we each pitch in like, you know, $75 a piece a month, we could, you know, mm-hmm. get a piece of the, you know, to go into a podcast studio for an hour a week. Like that's, that's the dream, man. 
Yeah, dude. I mean, and we're still looking. Uh, we've got some feelers out, and we got some promising, um, I don't leads. You know, whatever hopes mm. that uh, some things will pan out. But every single thing, dude, is just so expensive. You yeah. know, and we don't. I don't make really much money at all off of all this. Really, I yeah. spend money on it. So yeah. it's kind of you know, you got to justify what you're doing. You know, to well, uh, well, we get our bills paid, but as you can see, uh, Jake, poor Jacob has to read three minutes of. You know, drama at the beginning of the the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I have to read fucking Shakespeare to pay our lips and fees. Yeah, well, you know, I'd do it. I'd I'd read eight minutes of yeah. uh, Shakespeare if that's what it took to get. And then later, our sponsor uh, texted me and told me that I read like English as my second language. <laughs> hey, you know, which I can't blame them. That's kind of true, but like, come on, man. I read fucking three minutes of Shakespeare. What do you expect? <laughs> what more do you want from me? So, uh, so what gave you the idea for Brownwater Banter Podcast? If you haven't listened to it, it's explain it for everybody exactly what it is. Yeah, so Brownwater kind of in my mind stands for uh, I, I don't know. I almost break it down to three things, right? So, number one being the Mississippi actually the Gulf coast, right? So from yeah. anywhere the Gulf of Mexico touches the United States is kind of how I like to look at it from Texas, Louisiana. Obviously I'm from Biloxi, Mississippi. So Mississippi Gulf coast, Alabama, Florida. Um, but I, I've, I've lived here my entire life. I love it with all my heart. I would never, you know, uh, I hate people talking about, I want to get out of Mississippi. I hate it down here and all this kind of stuff. That's not me. I love where I'm from. I love the heritage down here, the culture, uh, the Gulf of Mexico in particular. And so, as you mentioned, you know, Jason and I were in a, we were in a band together, still are, um, for many, many years. And, uh, I love music and I love all things audio, uh, that, it, that goes along with that. Right. And so I wasn't really at a spot where I could be in a band anymore. Um, at least at that time, uh, couldn't really tour and play and do stuff just because, you know, you're married, I'm married with kids and, and life. And, um, so I was like, well, hell, what, what can I do to kind of get back into that creative zone and, and, you know, be affiliated with something that's audio related and, you know, um, digital, you know, and, and I like doing video stuff. Um, and so, yeah, I was like, hell, let's do let's do a podcast. So I reached out to Jason because I knew he had already been doing it um, and Anthony as well and kind of tried to pick their brain on a few things. Um, I follow some people online since then and to this day that are kind of like I feel like the gurus at it. So that's where I take all my tips and tricks from. Um and really wanted to do something outside of work that, you know, you felt passionate about. Mm. So that's, that's where, that's, that's where it the, came that, from. You know, that, that's the thing. Oh, go ahead. So, so the, but like the meaning though behind it. So like you say, uh, the Mississippi, the, the Gulf of Mexico, our water out here is Brown. <laughs> Everybody knows that we get water all the time. Right. <laughs> so Brown water, uh, banter because you're talking every a group of people chattering around, making fun of each other is what I always hope for, uh, banter. But then also for me, uh, love of bourbon. Bourbon's <laughs> also referred to sometimes as brown water, kind of a slang term for it. And then uh, kind of thought, you know, well, if the originally we were going to drink it on every single episode <laughs> is kind of how I thought it would go down. And yeah. then I realized, like, dude, you know, if you do a lot of these, you're drinking <laughs> a lot. <laughs> so, so, and then I also thought, you know, some people don't drink and some people shouldn't drink. And uh, I was like, well, you know, coffee could kind of fill in in that thing, too. And then uh, we've developed into a lot of outdoor stuff now, too. I brought a good buddy of mine. We've been friends since we were kids, um, Joey, on. And now we're focusing a lot with the Gulf of Mexico vibe on uh, charter boat fishing, uh, hunting. We haven't done a ton of that yet, but we want to get into that. We're hosting fish, a fishing tournament in October at the Blonde Tiger in oh, Biloxi. That's cool. So, yeah, just trying to turn a hobby and, you know, to focus something into you, the things that you love. Yeah. Well, that's awesome, man. Like it, you, you just took it and ran with it. And you know, you get like, I make your t-shirts <laughs> for, yeah. for brown water yeah, banter and like all that stuff. Yeah. And, um, you know, you talk about, uh, how it was kind of that you have to have some kind of creative outlet, you know, and, yeah. and for a while, you know, the band kind of, we didn't necessarily break up. We just kind of took a break for a while. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah. We just, we yeah. were going hard there for a few years, yeah. man. We were playing Fridays and Saturdays pr fairly regularly, practicing two to three times a week. And, you know, from Louisiana to mainly, J-Bob, it was mainly, what, Louisiana, Mississippi. We, we, yeah. Mobile every now and again, but not much. It was really the uh, Louisiana kind of South Mississippi area yeah. that we were covering a lot. 
and yeah, um, which is w- another good reason to love that state, man. I yeah. mean, that whole New Orleans, Metairie. Well, we were West really, <laughs> honestly, we were kind of considered a New Orleans band because we played New Orleans more than we played here, and we had such a Homer. huge following over there. You know, Homa. Um, yep. Of course, we played uh, the Howlin' Wolf a lot, both of them, yep. actually, the yep. North Shore and uh, the, the one in New Orleans. And yep. we played Baton Rouge a lot. And that's another thing I, I wanted to kind of talk to you about. You know, you have the sound uh, show as well, which was has uh, Kevin Harris on it, which he used to do a show back in the day here on the coast called the homegrown show on Sunday nights. Yep. And basically what it was is unsigned bands from the Southeast. And he had talked to me a few years ago about doing a show, kind of a homegrown podcast. And I was like, eh, it might be a lot of work, you know, to try to get all, you know, all that stuff together. And it is. <laughs> yeah. But you guys actually did that show, you know, the sound, which then spawned a new version of the homegrown show, which is on 97.9 here on the coast. And, um, you know, we played with a lot of bands and, and, you know, I I just wanted to bring up like one of the bands we used to play with all the time was, uh, um, pandemic, (laughs) which is kind of a fitting word for what's going on in the world now. And honestly, they're like, and I wanted to talk about, you know, like you guys, the, the, the sound has put on a, uh, was putting on concerts here on the coast before COVID hit and they were doing really well. And some of the best bands I've ever seen came through here, like um, Helvetica effect. And between them and, you know, pandemic, I'm like, man, you listen to those bands and you're like, why are these guys not selling out arenas, man? Like it just, it hurts my feelings that, you know, in Helvetica effect, I don't even know if they're around anymore. I know the singer quit. Singer yeah, guitar he stepped player. out because I I think uh, from what if I remember reading correctly, you know, family obligations, yeah. wife, children, work, you know, which is what happens a lot of times. But you're right, we hosted those two live events in 2019, and our plan was to do two this year again as well. Uh, actually, more. We wanted to do four, really, one a quarter, um, and and COVID screwed that up as well. But um, it is of my belief that there is a ton of musical talent just in our little area it's just that there isn't a lot of venues down here i don't feel like that cater to that there's not it's not like it used to be i mean even falls from grace you know and when we were still playing up until like heavily up until about 2012 i mean there went from you know places to play all along the coast i mean you could play every weekend like friday and saturday night for a month and never hit the same place twice. And then it started to just over the years, it started to dwindle down to where it was like one place to play. And, and and now that's pretty much gone. I mean, thunders is gone. Magic moments has been gone. Um, I mean, where, where can you play around here? The grocery, you know, again, uh, COVID not being a factor, right. Uh, um, the juke joint, um, Boots and Spurs, but that's more obviously a country vibe, you know. Yeah. And if you're looking for that, they do a great job over there. Um, I know I'm missing uh, Zeppelin's is gone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What else am I missing that is current? I know there's a couple. I'm drawing a blank. Oh, the hot spot right now. You can go play yeah. there. I was went and watched the band la- this past weekend there in Vision. Well, um, there's the Mermaid so, Bar, which used to be Zeppelin's. Zeppelin's and yeah. Um, yeah, but I don't, I don't, I don't know if they're doing live music. Or I don't not. think they are uh, at no, all. They do comedy right now. Yeah, they, uh, they have a comedy event there like once every two weeks, and like I can attest to that from comedy. Like it's nearly impossible to find a new venue around here, man. Yeah, it yeah. is and... fucking difficult to find anywhere to literally perform for people and like be like, hey, like this is the thing that I love doing and I want to share it with you. And it just seems like no one's interested, even pre-COVID. Yeah, it's uh, it goes back same. So so comedy or music, you you kind of have to build a community, uh, whether that's on online and in person, um, and that's one thing good that not that I was, the Kraken was trying to do that right. They yeah. were trying to make that happen for you guys in the comedy w- world, and they were going to open up a dedicated comedy shop, which mm-hmm. I think would have been great, you know. And it just didn't get off the ground, well, and the rug COVID got hit, pulled out from probably, under it, you know, just. All of yeah, a sudden, yeah, and COVID by... would have probably killed it right as, as soon as it opened anyway, you yeah. know. But 
Um, and that goes back to like why we started the sound. You know, I, I approached Kevin at the uh, the Iberville parade, <laughs> I think 2018 <laughs> as well. And was like, look, man, you know, I knew Brownwater was something I really wanted to do, but I, I wanted to scratch that music itch. And like I say, there's a ton of talent around here, but the homegrown show was not a thing anymore on CPR. It's like they have you have all these channels of distribution through Facebook, YouTube, Instagram and all that, but there's no one-stop shop to yeah. where do you go to get all of it all at once, right? And so that's what we wanted to do. And then we also wanted to branch out and t to try to create the live aspect of it as well, right? Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, that's what you saw last year with the uh, fall ball and the uh, the summer throwdown. And J-Bob mentioned the Havetica effect. This was a band that we I'd only heard online. They're from Florida. And they come over and open up and you know you're i've heard their music i know i'm gonna like it but the live performance that mm -hmm. they put on was like a punch in the face yeah. you know and like j-bob <laughs> like you mentioned it's like why aren't these guys selling out arenas and it's because i feel like there's a it's probably a number of things but you know where could they go to get their yeah. start really you know it's it's not and that's right. the thing like I, i'm you know the first i had never heard of the helvetica effect until i saw them live that night at the show and from that point on i was a hardcore like online every day like sharing their stuff being like you got to check these guys out and i'm like why are these guys not selling out arenas why are they not just you know burning up the airwaves everywhere and then i looked like online on twitter it's like you know taylor swift sells 40 billion albums and i'm like oh that's why people's taste hey, in music fucking sucks you don't fucking you don't fucking diss taylor swift on this podcast all right not gonna happen my bad man. yeah my yeah bad. exactly I, I mean like you bring up a good point though it's like what are you what do you even do anymore to break out like what's the path that you can take i'll tell you you get for music or for comedy either I'll go music. I'm not maybe as well versed on how you would do that with comedy, but with music, what you do is, and this is what we tell the bands that, that reach out to us that we talk to. It's like, number one, you have to get a good recording. I mean, that's been the same, you know, mm -hmm. audio recording. That's been the same since forever. Right. Yeah. If your recording sounds crappy, it better be a hell of a song to be like, man, that's a great song, even though it still sounds like shit. Yeah. So get a good recording that price to, point has come way down oh, way yeah. way down so you should be able to afford it if you can't you're not serious enough about music you don't need to be here anyway um and dude you get can get recording. enough stuff to record an album in your house at this point for cheaper than what we used to pay for studio time Co correct but but knowing how to run that yeah. is also a thing too. true so just because yeah. you got the equipment doesn't need no you know mean that you know how to use it so get that and then i always say nowadays get some form of video you have whether that's a lyric video, a static lyric lyric video, or a real like music video, because everybody lives in their phone. Yeah. Period. Everybody lives on their phone or lives on their TV where you control what you watch through YouTube or whatever. Um, and get those two things and start getting it out there. Um, and then push as hard as you can online. And it shouldn't cost you a whole lot of money to do that. You can run paid ads if you want, and that's great. But you can build a buzz online before you ever play your first show. And I hate saying that because I think the live part would – I wish we started there. But it, it, this almost – especially now with COVID too, right? Yeah. It seems like that's kind of not the thing. Um, get Twitch players to play your music while they're gaming. Yeah. Right? I mean, those guys, some of those guys have tons of followings, right? See if you can reach out to them. And if your shit's good, you know, they may play it. They may hear it. Yeah. Yeah, that definitely seems like the way to do it now is to go for more of like an online offensive. Because like uh, a comedy club that I was booked at just now booked a TikTok star for a yep. live show at their venue. And I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. A fucking TikTok star is doing a comedy club that I worked. I was fucking pissed off, man. But it's like <laughs> one of those guys that does joke songs and shit. And like, I can't knock it because... I clicked on his page and he has like 16,000 Facebook followers. Well, and I'm and like, that's just, it's ridiculous yeah. he's getting that, you know, from just one platform like TikTok. Yeah. Well, so, so you can go right now, like you're saying, there's not really a place around here to do comedy, right? You could literally set your phone up in front of your face and do all your skits and put them on TikTok. And now you're performing in front of the world. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I've been trying like to get uh, my girlfriend to teach me how TikTok works. It's dude. I already. I mean, I'm not like 
super savvy at it, but I know how to use the app. It's not that hard. Uh, you can learn it in a day, you know, and yeah. then you can test and see how funny you are. Right. Because mm -hmm. no better way to demonstrate a product or a song or a skit or whatever than to put it out there on online and see if it hits. Right. And that's the good thing about uh, the internet now with, if I was to start from scratch or if I was a young musician, it just seems like it would be so easy now to get your stuff out there uh, a lot easier than it used to be. And, and of course there is just, you know, a cacophony of noise out there right now. Just so much stuff is out there, but I will always believe that the, the, the cream will always rise to the top. You know, if yeah, your stuff is good, that. it's going to catch on. So, you know, and I wish we would have had, uh, you know, social media, back when I was in fall as well, it would have made things a lot easier. Cause we used to have to go and on like, um, Yahoo messenger chat rooms and stuff and be like, post links to our fall as well.com page. Like that was some of us, that was our job. Like me and Lenny, the guitar player would have to go into the imprint offices. Like we were told come into the office today and you sit here and for the next six, seven hours, you're just going to be in chat rooms going, Hey, check out this new band fall as well. Fall as well.com. Like, and, and that's all we did all day was just hitting chat rooms. Yeah. And, and that's the same game today. It's just through different channels, you know, and you're right. It's, it's a lot more noisy now, but at the same time, if you're good and you work harder than the other guy, mm -hmm. that's the know, key. See what happens. But I, we, you know, and I've talked about this the other day with, with, uh, with a buddy of mine. It's like, I can go audit though all the local bands around here right now on their social media pages and half of them aren't doing that. They don't have yeah. groups that they've created, right? That's free. They're usually all you see is I'm playing Friday at seven 30. Come out. Yeah. I'm playing Friday, seven 30. Come It's like, okay, well like, why not go live every now and then from a practice? Why not talk about why you wrote the song? Like give the audience more of your shit because then they're going to buy in, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and then smack them in the face when they come to a show and you got them hooked. Yeah. And you can That's sell it. shit off of your Facebook page, right? Yeah. T-shirts and and whatever, because we all know music's not really for sale anymore. Yeah. It's it's pretty yeah. much well with everything that's out there. Like you've got Bandcamp, which you can do. You know, it's an all in all in one stop shop. You know, you sell your album, you sell your merch, all through that. Or you know, you can do a Patreon, or you mm -hmm. can do you can set up stuff in SoundCloud, or hell, you know, pay. You know, a hundred dollars a month to uh, what's the website where you can build the easy website? Um, uh, Wix or Squarespace. Uh, well, uh, there's plenty of website places out there you can build your own website, and they've got you know uh, an on built-in online store with you yeah, know everything I, you I need. I use Wix for Brownwater. It's it's yeah. it's all built in. I take PayPal. We can do everything mm, right there at so, BrownwaterBanter.com. Yeah. <laughs> It's so easy to to get into it, but like I said, there's just there's so much noise out there right now. It's like, how do you get heard? And that's really all it is is you're taking what we used to do back in the day, where we would have to go around and put flyers and like the local music shops and all the places people would hang out, and it's the same thing as online. Now you're just doing it digitally. You just have to get it. Yep. Find a way to get it in front of people's faces. And ev eventually, you know, if you throw it in front of 100 people, you're going to get at least 10. You know, law of averages is going to work in your favor the harder you work. Yeah, that's the pick. That's the kicker. You know, work hard. Yeah. And, and us doing that podcast, we see some that are and we see a lot that, that kind of aren't, you know. Yeah. And it's like, damn, that sucks because some of them have some, some music that – I'm on, I'm only one opinion, but I hear it and I'm like, damn, you know, that's good. You know, yeah. it's like, why are you not pushing hardcore? If, if that's your goal, maybe it's not, maybe, you know, maybe you just putting it out there and that's okay too. You know? Yeah. Not every band is lucky that. to have a, a Mikey Boucher who is just like a, <laughs> a road warrior cheerleader. Who's going to get out there and make sure it gets in front of people's faces. Right. So we should we got to yep. get Mikey on this. Get you and Mikey. We need to have the whole band on one night. We need we should do that. Let's, let's do it. If we could ever let's get do it. Donnie out of his cave. <laughs> yeah. But Paul uh, out of his cave. But one thing we like to do here on the uh, the Open Micers podcast, we like to do 
the top five. And this week with Jared, we're going to do our top five metal bands. Yes. Nice. I like it. And we usually let our guests go first. So, Jared, what is your number five favorite metal band? So going up to one being the best. I had I had a question though. Is mm-hmm. so when you say metal, what where are we at here? Are we talking like eighties hair metal bands? Are we talking like death metal? Are we talking yeah. My list is all over the spectrum. Yeah, mine okay. kinda so is it's... too. So it's it's really just whatever you know, metal's metal to me. So. Okay. Okay, metal band. Because me, I mean, I can go from listening to like, you know, death metal to Motley Crue and and, and like nothing. Okay, I'm gonna. Pro- I should have wrote this down, I think, but because I'm probably gonna screw the order up and want to change it. Are we doing like five all the way around, or I just list all five right uh, now? We'll do one each. We'll do five okay. and then four. All right, and- so I'm gonna start out with. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Mudvayne. No, that's not a bad choice. I didn't even yeah. Mudvayne didn't even come up on my radar when I was writing. Well, this down. like I say, like do you call them metal? I mean, I don't know. You know that I would. You know. Hoity toities get real specific with words when it comes to musical <laughs> genres, right? They're like, well, technically they're more progressive uh, than they are metal. Rampage but, in the yeah. chat room says Vanilla Ice, number one, baby. <laughs> hey, God damn it, Rampage. Hey, he did put out a metal album. I'll give him that. He did. He, he did do that. He stole my dick. <laughs> so what about you, Jacob? What's your number five? All right, my number five, I went a little old school with it. I said Motley Crue. Ah. I fucking love motley crew man even uh the soft song what's that song it's like i had a runaway high whatever that fucking song is <laughs> that's uh holy crap one of my favorite songs and i can't think of the name i can't either but i, I want to do speed home like, sweet home that, that's what it was home yeah sweet yeah home. yeah that one yeah that's a good song dude have you guys seen um uh the what was the name of the movie it was the dirt yes no. that was awesome you haven't seen. I thought you were going to talk about Hot Tub Time Machine. No, because <laughs> that's like the fucking theme song of that movie. I would definitely say uh, watch the movie first and then read the book. The book is so much better and goes way. It, each member of the band wrote their own like quarter of the book, so you get the same time period from four different perspectives, and it's really cool. Oh, Resident Evil Six in this bitch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so for my number five, I think I'm going to start out. My number five is Anthrax. I love <laughs> me some Anthrax. Uh, I think persistence. See, so y'all, of- y'all are going more like metal, metal. Okay, all right. So, so I'm going to because you said that I'm going to pivot over and I'm going to go for number four. I'm going to go Slayer. Nice. God, I should have yeah. put Slayer. Oh damn it. I'm, yeah. Never, never mind. Too late now. Damn it. I forgot Slayer. <laughs> I have so many. Dude, yeah. Rain and Blood is one of they're, the greatest metal albums they ever They got a made. lot of good music out there. Yeah, they do. I saw a funny meme the other day that had that said, uh, um, "Oh shit, what the what's the singer's name? Bass player, singer? Uh, I can't I can't remember. Crap, what's his name? I, I, oh, uh, crap! I'm I'm so old now. I can't remember anybody's name. But anyway, it was like a meme of just a close up of like his mouth, like from yeah. his nose down and his chin. It's like um, so you say I can't recognize someone from just a, from just their beard, <laughs> like yeah. you know exactly who it is just when you see that like that just that one shot because he's got that he's got big burly face. beard. Yeah. So what about you, Jacob? What's your number four? My number four is System of a Down. Oh. All was... through high school, I woke up to um, Chop Suey every morning. <laughs> I, I got scared awake. I love that song, but I hate it now. <laughs> I wanted to put them in my top five, but I think I had to just bump them out. So. I never got in a system of a down. It's just something about them just Ooh. never really jived with me. Really? And I, and I, I don't I, know I was why. into them heavy from yeah. the, 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 what was I, it? Uh, what was the first record? Um, oh, shit, with Sugar on it and all that shit. Yeah. Pogo. I like their drummer. I think their drummer's great. Like, you know he's one of those drummers that when you hear him, you know who he is. So mm-hmm. like he's very like there's very few drummers on the planet that when you hear him, you go, oh yeah, that I, that's who that is. Just from all, the like all, the way they play uh, to the sound Armenian of their drums. What's that? 
They're all from. They're all Armenian. Yeah. Yeah, I just never yeah. got Surge, into him. You, you never got into Serge's voice. Not really. Vocals. I, I don't really dig his voice all that much. It kind of really? bugs me actually. <laughs> I do because it's it's really unique. Yeah, yeah, and it's pretty powerful too. Yeah, yeah. He was I mean, it's it's a great. He's got lots of range, but just something about his voice grates on. It's like him, Axl Rose, and uh, the dude from uh, Offspring. Something about those dudes' voices. Dexter Holland. Dexter, oh, no, no. I can't do yeah, it. I'll agree. It's, I'll it's agree like with that one. I don't know. There's something about their voices that those three guys in particular just grate my nerves as soon as I hear them. Axel will get in there and kind of assault the eardrum, but yeah, you know, I like that about. And him. I hate when he says like this. Like, oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's see. Uh, my number four. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna go ahead and say Metallica from Black Album before, like everything backwards, up to right. yeah, from the Black Album backwards. Uh, Death Magnetica wasn't bad. Uh, I I don't not like it, but I also just it's kind of meh. Like I can listen to it and be like, eh, it's all right, but it's not. Yeah, it's not like listening to you know Master of Puppets and being like, this is the greatest fucking album ever made. <laughs> yeah, those those are some iconic albums, though. You you know, I think how do you ever top that shit? Yeah, you know? especially the Cliff Burton era. I mean, that dude right. was. You could tell he was the heart of that band, and when they lost him, it was like. They just there's, they there's they some lost video something. of them playing in the late '80s, and I want to say maybe it's like in Oakland or I don't know somewhere, but like he's playing the beginning riff that I thought was had to have been on the guitar, but mm-hmm. it wasn't. It was him, just you know, no pick, nothing, finger right yeah. on the bass, dude, and he's going <laughs> off, and I'm like, now I know why everybody said that, <laughs> like why he was so you know badass. Somebody on Twitter the other day posted a thing that said. If you had a time machine, what would you do? And one of the replies was, I would go back in time and make Lars switch places with Cliff. (laughs) Dude, I laughed so hard when I read that. (laughs) You're laughing because it's true. (laughs) It's funny because you... Yeah. All right, so where are we at? Number three? Number Um, three? Yeah. yeah. What's your number three, Jared? Uh, Damn. Uh... Shit, I'm probably gonna. These, this is hard for me, dude, to, to put them in an order. But I, I'm gonna go Deftones. Oh yeah, Deftones. Um, yeah, dude, that first album and uh, Around the Fur. Those two albums. Adrenaline, are, Adrenaline, God. Around the Fur, and dude, I, I liked White Pony. Yeah, a lot. White Pony's great too. Um, what was the one that had the skull and the roses on it? Um, self-titled. Yeah that that had a few good songs on it, but the the whole album, there was some real kind of stinkers on that album. Uh, it was the dark album. That was when they were going through like a lot of fighting and shit. Yeah. Uh, it was. I don't know though. I still like it front to front to back. Yeah. I like it. Uh, the Saturday Night Wrist was the was the yeah. one they put out, and I was just like, oh man, <laughs> oh man. Dude, there was a live man. album that they put out. It was in the late nineties. Besides and rarities. Whoo man, he is off key when they're live, man. I was listening, I was like, ew. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that a was lot of bad. It's probably a lot of a lot of partying going on in that yeah. band, if I had to guess, especially back then. So what's Dude, your how about Mighty Mighty Boss Tones though? You know what I'm saying? Oh, I love me some Mighty Mighty Boss Tones now. Don't you talk about you gotta that? Gotta get Mighty those Mighty trumpets playing. <laughs> I hadn't heard that name in a long time. So what about you, Jacob? What's your number three? Uh, my number three is Disturbed. I've listened to Disturbed since I was five years old, and that might explain a lot about me. Well, that makes me kind of want to punch you because that, of that when you were five. I never got into Disturbed. <laughs> like I just, just... Um, I, I listened to uh, what was it like Ten Thousand Fists or something like that. That album came out when I was like five, I think, in like two thousand five, something like that. They're, they're like they're, Down with the Sickness was their first record, yeah. if I remember right, and uh, yeah. that one had the had Down with the Sickness on it. But I liked that when it came out, and then after after that, I couldn't really. They're kind of like the I guess not, they're the Nickelback of metal. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit, but you know what? Hey, hot take: Nickelback ain't all that bad. Y'all just hate. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, we like what you like, star, uh, baby. Like what you they like, I'm, but I'm ton of records. Doesn't mean I'm not gonna make fun of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It might just be uh, nostalgia though, because the new Disturbed is definitely shit. Like when fucking Sound of Silence comes on, like I'll my fingers have never moved so fast. Yeah, my yeah, entire life to change <laughs> the fucking station. It's not for me, but you know, kudos to him. I mean, he's got a powerful voice for yeah. sure. But it just definitely does, yeah. So my number three is uh, probably going to be Opeth. Um, I saw them live in um, Atlanta, and holy crap, did they put on a good show. Like, great musicians. And live, they sound exactly like the albums. They're just pitch perfect. Um, Really? And each album, like, you can hear the progression of the band. Like, they start out... You know, and the Blackwater Park era is like straight death metal, and then they get into Deliverance and Damnation. They start really getting into kind of like the the softer stuff too, and then like a lot of the just the musicianship of going from you know like melodic stuff to the death metal stuff, and then they evolved um, later. Like the last few albums have been like more of like you know fusion metal fusion type stuff. And it's just like, if you want to listen to a band of great musicians and listen to a complete arc of how a band progresses, just listen to the entire uh, Opeth catalog. Yeah, I'm not, I've, heard, I've heard some of their stuff for sure, but I'm not like well-versed or deep into their stuff. And I always get them confused with Otep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get re- if you want to listen to Opeth, you better get used to listening and listening to fourteen minute songs too, because I don't think they've written in a, written a song less than ten minutes. Well, that's a that's a great segue into the next pick for me. I All think. right, what's your what's your number uh, two? Number two or number three? I, I have mean. to go with uh, number two. Right? Are we on three? No, yeah, we're on two. 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 It's number two. Number two. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I gotta go with Tool, and again, I know it's <gasps> probably stretching. Crap. It's probably stretching the term metal. I, you know, I don't want to. If we got any uh, music aficionados, they're gonna be like, "What the?" F- is this Dude, guy? I saw Tool live and uh, at the Coliseum in 2004. One of the yep. t- best concerts I I've ever seen. That show was, was so there. damn good. Yeah, Think for yourself. that's a that's Question a controversial take, yeah. man. Because <laughs> people either love Tool or they yeah. fucking hate Tool. Like, there's no in-between. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know why you would hate him. Uh, I mean... Yeah, I don't know why people hate him either, man. I like Tool. There's, I mean, Rush is one of my favorite bands of all time, and they're one of those bands where people either love them or hate them. You know, it's kind of the I same way. Rush. Yeah. So what about you, Jacob? What's your number two? My number two, I went with the classic, argu- arguably one of the pioneers of metal black sabbath oh yeah oh damn that's a good one i black debated sabbath. on putting black sabbath on my list but then i was like well do i like ozzy better or do i like because i like black sabbath but i'll be honest i like the ozzy stuff better but I don't oh know. yeah yeah you know what i i do too man but like it all kind of comes together man black sabbath slash ozzy osborne like ozzy osborne's essentially the the godfather of metal yeah, I think I still say we need to learn War Pigs for our next show. <laughs> I love that song, that and I was going to say that so just good. a second ago. I mean, you talk about Dio or or Ozzy, it's like War Pigs to me is like you don't have. There's nothing else really you need to say, dude. That live album that they put out in '97 or '98 is one of the best live albums ever put out. Have you ever Have you ever went on again like to YouTube and looked up? You can see them playing somewhere in Germany, I think. In the it's like seventy two or six somewhere in that ballpark, and uh, th- it looks like they're the opening band to me. Um, it, they're 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 playing in front of not a not a ton of people. I mean, it's a lot, but it's not like you know what they ended up playing in front of. And you can see it's just like they're just killing it, dude. They are yeah. like I- I'm looking at people in the crowd, and I'm like, do you not understand what's happening in front of your face? <laughs> yeah. You know, like some people are just kind of like casually just like hanging out or whatever. You know, it's like, dude. Yeah, Rampage said it was. I think he was referring to when I said uh, D- uh, Disturbed was the Nickelback of <laughs> of metal. He said that's blasphemy. But I'm sorry, man. So that's my opinion. <laughs> and we all get to have one. So Jacob, what's your number two? I did my number two. What's your number oh, two? Oh, my number two. My bad. Um, <laughs> my number two is going to be Slipknot. 
I love me some Slipknot. I wasn't too big on the last album though, but man, I, I didn't. I didn't know you were that big into Slipknot, Jason. No, I didn't I, know that. I've been listening to Slipknot for probably heavily for about the last three to four years. Like I really didn't listen to them a whole lot back in the day until probably about 2015, and then I really just I don't know, just something clicked, and I just started. Yeah. I went back and. List started listening from um oh what was the Iowa. not this album but the one before um all hope is gone all hope is gone oh no 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 got no, it no, no the one before was devil devil and uh well no i i started at all hope is gone and then i was yeah. like this i like this a lot and then just went back from there and listened well, to every to me, album back to the beginning everybody everybody shit on all hope is gone when it came out but that's what got me into them was that album well i was already into them at that point but when that record came out i was like man these guys are just they hit that next level in my mind but like so many of their fans just hate that record and then they come in they came out and uh dave fortman recorded that record yeah. and they, they shit on him bad and i, I just remember thinking like dude this record sounds amazing. It's a great like, sound. Y'all have record. figured out how to put the the brutality that is Slipknot into a song that's I hate to call it a radio song, mm. but like it's it's polished, but it's still aggressive as hell. So I don't know that that yeah. kind of screwed me up. I, I thought it was amazing. But and, ever and since you know, I started did. listening to that album, and then I went back and started listening to them. Like this is. You know, over the past few years, they've become one of my favorite bands. Like, they, I just listen to them all the time now. And But like I said, the last album, I really didn't like all that much. But maybe it'll grow on me. I don't know the more I listen to it. But I don't know. I think they kind of, like, just a great, like, you know, uh, uh, just catalog of, of music from them. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm not the biggest Slipknot fan, but I love... Corey Taylor, like I love his voice. Yeah, like have you heard his new single? Corey Taylor just dropped a new single that's fucking amazing. I haven't heard his new are, single. Which one are you talking about? Uh, the new one they fucking play on the radio all the time. I don't know. It's like really soft. I forgot the name of it. But I'm I really love Stone Sour too, dude. Like I yeah. love Corey Taylor's voice. I like yep, Stone I Sour, but there's a lot of hit or miss with Stone Sour to me. Like the songs that I like, I really like, but then there's a lot of eh, skip. Skip, skip, you know. Yeah. Their, their first record, I saw them play Stone Sour. I saw them open up for Chevelle at the uh, the Coliseum, the, mm-hmm. the convention center. Not the new nice one, the old shitty one. Fall, um, in Fall as well like was supposed three. to open up for that show, but we were told an hour before we were supposed to be there to set up that we were no longer on the bill. I was like, really? And we had told all these people we were going to be opening up for them. I was like, that was, that was, uh, that was crap. Yeah. <laughs> they threw down that whole record's amazing. And the, uh, the audio secrecy record, if you ever go listen, want to look one of theirs up, that to me, that, that record's amazing. It sounds amazing too. Yeah. So, all right, we're at our number one spot now. So Jared, what's your number one spot? Favorite metal bands. All right, and this is kind of me leaning into the metal, hopefully, play, but uh, I'm going to have to go with uh, Pantera, man. Don Bagdaro, yep. Vinny Paul Abbott, Rex Brown, and we all know <laughs> the monster on vocals, Dylan Selmo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know, dude. I love I love Pantera. Um, I, I don't know. I Really, Don Bagdaro, too. I like going back and watching all his uh, Dime Vision and all the uh videos that he put out and uh i don't know They're, i mean what i think are they one of the there's a stat that they have that only metal band or something that date their their album debuted at number one i, I think. think so i think it was uh far beyond driven wasn't it yeah and then it also i don't know how many times platinum it went but i know it was at least one yeah no it went like two or three at least yeah like that's and, and that play album the style of music huge. that they're playing that's that's crazy. It's because they were the only band that was playing metal like that in the 90s. I mean, it was all like alternative and grunge rock at the time. And then you. Hell, that's yeah. uh, that's the series you need to go check out. It's all yeah. his uh, home movies and shit. I, mean, I love crazy. Pantera. Like yeah. Vinnie Paul is still one of the best drummers on the planet. I mean, I mean may God rest their souls. You know, like those two yeah. did not deserve to die as young as they did. And it was yeah. horrible. 
I'm back. Daryl really had like an open mind too, man. Yeah, he did, man. And like I say, like all his videos, he just looked to me like the dude who was always in a, in a good mood and trying to have a good time, like mm. always. Oh yeah. Well, what about you, Jacob? What's your number one on your list? My number one favorite metal band of all time is Motorhead. <laughs> Lemmy. I don't know what other fucking number one I could have, dude. Listen to the <laughs> Ace of Spades on a loop while you're committing crimes. Hey, watch this. Oh, that's so oh, cool. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> well, dude, if it wasn't for Motorhead, though, if it wasn't for Motorhead, we wouldn't have like Metallica and Megadeth and Anthrax. Sure. Like, but, like, how fucking metal is it to do the soundtrack for Hellraiser? <laughs> or, or to just be like, I'm playing Rickenbacker basses through a, a guitar cab and you can kiss my ass. Who was yeah, it? exactly. Who was it that was, I think it was Corey told us a story about somebody who ran into Lemmy at the, he used to just hang out at this bar all the time in LA and they ran into him yeah. at the bar and he was just sitting there with like, you know, he had like the leather jacket on and everything. He's like smoking cigarettes, drinking bourbon, and he's wearing like these cut off blue jean shorts and like his nuts are hanging out. <laughs> and he's wearing like cowboy <laughs> boots. There's, <laughs> There's a, there's a documentary on him somewhere, YouTube, I don't know, Netflix or whatever, and it is badass. If you haven't ever seen it, you should go watch it because it's really, really good. Oh, yeah. I'll go check that out. I've never really listened to too much Motorhead. Like, I, I know some of the, the main stuff, but I never really delved into, like, the Motorhead catalog. And, 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 and you know... Neither did I, to be absolutely honest. Like I, I'm like you, I know just a couple of them. But after I watched that documentary, dude, that's when it like solidified it for me. Like this dude yeah. <laughs> is just—he didn't give a shit no. about nothing. And for my number one, probably one of my favorite bands of all time, is Iron Maiden. I I'll, I'll... love Iron Maiden so freaking much. Live After Death is still the greatest live album. And live, I have the DVD somewhere around here. Um, I that has like all the extra footage and everything on it. Like that whole like the golden period of when they had Adrian Smith and um, I forgot the other guitar player's name, but there was like the the core of the band from like you know uh, after. The first couple albums, then they did like the Power Slave era, like that whole era of Iron Maiden. Like they, they were just top notch, man. Like one of the greatest bands on the planet. And they, I mean, they're all back together again now. Even touring with Yannick Gers, who had taken over for Adrian Smith after he left, and then Adrian Smith came back. So they're playing with three guitar players now. Of course, you got Steve Harris, who is the greatest. You know, heavy metal rock and roll bassist that's ever walked the planet, and like I just I would give anything to go see them live if they ever come anywhere close around here. Yeah, I, when when y'all start out with like Motley Crue and shit, because then I start I was like I wonder if anybody's gonna mention them. Oh yeah, Maiden, yeah. Maiden's the greatest. <laughs> yeah, but that whole like Power Slave era, like that mid eighties Iron Maiden. Run to the hills up to, you know, yeah. like uh, somewhere in time. Like that whole era is just like somewhere in time is still a, probably my favorite Iron Maiden album. Somewhere in time. I'll have to give that a, a good solid Dude, front a, to back kind of That's listen. a good album, man. <laughs> listen to that and then go listen to Live After Death. That's the that's really all you need is those two. J Bob, do you do do you do vinyl? Do you do a lot of vinyl? Yeah, I actually have Brave New World on vinyl. Um, the last album that they had put out. I've I've only got a couple. I've got uh Credence Clearwater Revival on because <laughs> I love them like for real, for real. Yeah. Um, but I I, I, I like I, like you're doing the top five. I kind of wanted to start buying all of like my own personal iconic to me records on vinyl just to oh, kind of yeah. have them you know like trophies or something yeah. you know what i mean i love collecting like, records yeah like the ones that like ch like that changed you know your life musically you know what i mean that really yeah. smacks you in the face at the right time in your life or whatever i want to start collecting those on vinyl. yeah rampage says what no love for nine inch nails or tenacious d <laughs> i love tenacious <laughs> d i love nine inch nails but 
I honestly, I don't really consider Nine Inch Nails to be metal. They're more industrial. I don't like Nine Inch Nails, well, man. I mean, I mentioned Tool. I mean, are they are they metal? You know. Mm, well, I, right. I think Tool's more metal than Nine Inch Nails is. Like Nine Inch Nails. I, did, I never, I never could get into them hardcore. Like, there's a couple songs that they got that I like, but I just never. I mean, never... Hurt is their one good song, in my opinion. And yeah. everyone no, knows that as got, a Johnny Cash song. Now. They got some yeah. good stuff, man. That, especially the early Nine Inch Nails stuff is great. But I love Tenacious D. Tenacious D is great. Yeah, they 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 have a ton of good music. Yeah, those guys are talented, man. Extremely. Yeah, this is the greatest song. This is a tribute. This is a tribute. What, what a good, what a great premise to yeah. a song. You know? <laughs> this is not the greatest song. I can't yeah. remember how it goes. I have to go. I got the album. I haven't listened he, to it. He forever. forgot. He forgot the song. Yeah, so, or something <laughs> like that. So he's just playing a tribute to it. And that's what you're hearing. I know what I'm listening to at work tomorrow. I'll be listening to the Tenacious D album. Yeah. But Jared, Tenacious we're at D is, is actually what they called me in high school. Sorry. <laughs> really. <go ahead. laughs> Uh, you kind of look like Kyle Gass a little bit. I mean, whenever whenever hey, you lose yeah. your hair. <laughs> um, so that brings us to the end of the show. Jared, thank you for coming on, man. Dude, what? fellas, thank y'all for having me, man. I appreciate it. Dude, this it's, was uh, fun. It feels good to just sit and chat and be on the on the other end and not be yeah. constantly trying to <laughs> click everything and worry about what time you know. Oh yeah, just sit and talk, man. This this is this is way more fun. Yeah, whenever you want to come on, man. Anytime you want to come back, we're we're open for business. Right on, man. Um, uh, and, just tell everybody, y'all, for starting this. Um, and do and you know and teaming up and doing it, man. I I love to see people start up new ideas for podcasts and topics and stuff like that i think it's oh, yeah. awesome and i mean we called it open micers because the original idea was to have comedians on but i'm like man it's kind of like i know so many people that do so many different things that like we don't have to keep it just comedians it can be you know musicians no, but, and actors and writers anybody well, yeah. that does any kind of thing in the entertainment industry yeah the 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 show itself is an open mic performance exactly right? So I love doing this show. I love all the people. I wish we could do it more than once a week, but you know, I if, if this if this show could start paying my bills, I would do it. You know, two three times a week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and Rampage yeah, says right. he has the Tenacious D CD in his work vehicle. Uh, yes, I still listen to CDs occasionally. Ain't nothing wrong with CDs. I have I still have a um, glove box full of CDs right now. Yeah, I'm yeah. a CD guy, man. I, I still collect CDs. Dude, I Box love going to Best Buy and looking through the, uh, the the little $3 bin they have in there for CDs. Dude, I found like Al Green and all kind of shit in there. Oh, yeah, dude. Nickelback, Smash Mouth, like <laughs> all the hits. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. stick my dick in chocolate. Whoa, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Let me hit it one time before we go. Go ahead. Uh, I might see. have to download that too, I'll by tell the way. You about it. <laughs> <laughs> I got to right. get it hooked into the computer where I can actually play it over in the soundboard. That's pretty good. Jared, where can, where can people find you on the interwebs? Uh, yeah, anywhere uh, interwebs exist. So we're, I'm on, uh, we're on uh, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. We have a, tr a Twitch account that we go live to sometimes. Uh, actually, that's on the sound. So Brownwater doesn't – we don't go live there. We have a, a TikTok account, but they're, all of them are just at Brownwater B, and you ought to be able to find us. So we're yeah, most I'm active gonna, on Facebook, though. I'm going to put the Brownwater B, uh, all the contact info in the show notes. So I'll have Brownwater cool. Banter, Sound 228. Um, yep. So, uh, you know, and you guys are pretty much everywhere. Instagram, you know, Facebook. Yeah. So wherever it's a lot, it's a lot yeah. of work, man. Like, yeah, anybody listening that wants to get into it, it's super fun and it's rewarding, but it is a lot of work. Like mm -hmm. if you're trying to be everywhere, kind of like we are, you know, you're, you're ripping videos and then cutting them into smaller pieces and trying mm -hmm. to upload them to, um, <laughs> IGTV and we're on LinkedIn on both. <laughs> you guys do both. way more work on your show than we do. It's just kind of like. You know, I record the shit, I put it out to twit, Twitter or Twitch, 
and then I take the sound, the podcast, and I, you know, edit it up a little bit Bro, and put it out to the world. We barely, we barely know who our guests are. Yeah. <laughs> Every yeah. week, I have to be like, "Who's our guest?" Every like Wednesday, I'm like, Seriously. "Who's the guest? What's the top five? <laughs> the other yeah. week, you were like, "Who's my co-host again?" Like, <laughs> yeah. You don't know what's going on, bro. <laughs> yep, I have and, too many. And we shows. have the uh, we like we mentioned earlier the website. You can go to brownwaterbanter.com, and all of our uh, audio stuff is there. The um, the uh, videos are there, and it's the same with the sound. The sound two two eight dot com. It's all there. And go look up Falls from Grace too. Uh, we just yep. dropped uh, our EP on um uh, what like a year last summer we dropped the ep yeah which was like 2011 (laughs) we recorded it like nine years ago and we finally released it last summer and uh it go check it out right now Uh, it's called we released as an ep called thelma which we uh named after our old uh van that we used to tour in we called her thelma and she got us from place to place but you know she was she was she was a temperamental old broad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that old man though. There was a lot of good story told in that. Oh thing, yeah, so I miss that uh, man. Yeah, yeah, and she's on the cover of the of yeah. the uh, EP. Go look it up. So, Falls from Grace. Not Thelma. actually her. It was a it was a Google stock footage photo yeah. of her. But, it was yeah. the same same van same, same style same color everything. So. Yeah, still sexy. But uh, we're gonna yeah. go ahead and go and get out of here. Thank you again, Jared, for uh, for joining us. And if you would like to email us, you can email us at openmicerspodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to go check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash ompodcast. Get the podcast early, and you get extra episodes and all that kind of stuff. So go over there, check that out, and we will see you guys again here next Thursday. Live long and metal. <laughs>